0: And welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger podcast. Here with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the show, we are discussing the Music Publisher Canada's Women in the Studio National Accelerator 2021 with the CEO of Music Publisher Canada, Margaret McGuffin, as well as one of the participants. ...of this year's Accelerator Hip Hop and R&B producer Moore. That's right, we're diving behind the growth of this Accelerator from when it was a regional Accelerator back in 2019... ...into its growth into a national opportunity, into having more participants inside of the women in studio accelerator here in 2021. There is 10 participants, more of course, being one of them. We're going to talk about the importance of this accelerator because women make up 2% of the producers on the Billboard 100. So definitely this is a project that looks to increase that number by providing more knowledge as well as a little bit of networking and collaboration opportunities to these incredible, growing young producers as they continue into, as they learn their crafts. We also talked to more about what the experience has been like so far because this is a seven-month course, and we're reaching about the halfway point. So what is some of the things that Moore looked forward to before joining the project, and what are some of the things that they've ended up learning since then as well. All of this and so much more in today's conversation, and it's all brought to you by DesertTigerMerch.com, where you go to support and represent the show, and now that you know who the show's brought to you by, and now that you know who our guests are, I think it's time that Margaret And more, tell you more about the Women in Studio, National Accelerator 2021. The Desert Tiger Podcast. All right, M. Bush, we are here today discussing the music publisher of Canada's Women in the Studio, National Accelerator 2021. We have two guests here with us today. One is Margaret McGuffin, the CEO of Music Publisher Canada. And we also happen to have Moore, who is one of the participants in this year's Accelerator. Thank you both so much for joining us here on the DTP. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, thanks for inviting
0: us. We're really excited to be here today. Awesome. I'm really excited to jump into everything. And I know that there's quite a bit to cover because this is a seven-month course here. I'm sure there's a ton that gets jam-packed into this. But of course, Margaret, before we get into those full details, I'd love to know exactly how has this course, this accelerator, grown? Because it started in 2019, is more of a regional thing, but it's grown, not just nationally, but also in the number of participants.
1: We're really excited about this program. Uh, Music Publishers Canada is the trade association for music publishers in Canada. Uh, I always say that music publishing is the best kept secret in the music industry. Everybody knows what the label does, the artist does. Um, But there's a lot happening um, in terms of songwriting and producing, and our members uh, work with songwriters and producers every day. And as we started looking at the landscape, we really saw that in Canada, there was room for a program like this. And we launched it three years ago with the, um, our great partners at Ontario Creates uh, with five producers from Ontario. And it was mostly an in-person event and had lots of networking related to the Junos and Canadian Music Week. We had Linda Perry up um, and uh, she met with the producers, which was amazing in the studio. And then um, last year, we're suddenly hit with COVID. We're about to go national. And we're like, what do we do? Do we launch the program or not? And we did. We expanded and had eight producers in the program over seven months from across Canada. And we are so glad we launched virtually because it allowed us just to stuff so much more programming um, and one-on-one sessions into the program. And so with the support of Factor and the Government of Canada and RBC, we were able to come back this year with 10. And we were a little bit more sure of what we were doing because we knew how to do it virtually. Uh, we're hoping to get the group together in person at some point before January. I think we've got something little planned uh, in a couple of weeks. But um, the perfect hybrid is to have a national program where we can meet a couple of times a month and then also look for opportunities once we're post COVID to To do this thing in person because there is nothing better than getting everybody into the
0: studio. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. And as you mentioned, you saw room for growth here, and that's because there's only two percent of the producers inside of the Billboard Top 100 are female, are non-binary, non-gender conforming, whatever label they choose to go by. Either way, it's a very small representation. So a very important cause being taken on by this. And then you mentioned how COVID sort of gave you guys some difficulty at first, but I love how the perseverance, the goal here was so important that it almost ended up benefiting you because it allowed you to, like you say, add more content, add more value to this accelerator.
1: It was really interesting because last year when we, we started to look at this virtually, we suddenly were had the opportunity to bring people in from other countries to be mentors, um, to connect across the country. So that was a plus. Um, but also, uh, many of the producers in the program were shut out their normal day-to-day activities. They weren't able to go into a studio. They weren't able to tour as artists. And they were able to... Spend time on producing and enhancing those skills a little bit more than they would have in an average year. So it actually ended up being a very different program than we thought it would be because all of the participants in the program are starting their career, have been working for a number of years. It's not like they're just entry level. So they've already got things going on. Um, But with the program last year, the producers were able to spend more time on this program and a number of them ended up completely changing the career path by the end of the seven month. Um, uh, Isabel Banis from Cave Boy, who was in the program, she is awesome. And she ended up digging deeper into production, which she was already doing and opening her own studio in Montreal. One of the first women ever to open a studio in Montreal. Nice. And probably that would not have happened if she hadn't hit the program at that exact time and had the time away from Cave Boy and everything she was doing on her artist career.
0: Wow, that's uh, sort of incredible how it just ends up opening doors that maybe she herself didn't even maybe consider or think about going to do or maybe didn't think she'd be able to do right away. But the networking, the skills, the knowledge that is given through this course maybe helped to allow that goal, that step to be taken a little bit earlier, sooner.
1: Yeah. And I wouldn't call it exactly a course. It It is definitely an accelerator. Mm-hmm. It is providing the right knowledge base and the right information and mentorship opportunities, very much tailored to each individual producer. So some of the things are technical. Um, in fact, we found the, the group last year was super technical and asked for more. So we, we started with Amadeen Pra and the technical this time. Um, and, uh, because it's and it's become the basis of the of the program. But we also have moved into communications, branding, running a small business. Um, we'll be looking at financial literacy and all the things that the individuals need to further their career and build their own businesses. Because as you move from an artist to a production career, and you may own a studio, you're running a small business um, in addition to the creative side of the the business. So we're, we're wanting to make sure that we've got that, and then. Everybody's going to have some one on one time and um, be able to focus on the things that they want. And we're about to have the, the mid term interviews so that um, people can uh, tell us exactly what they'd like to see in the second half of the program.
0: Ooh, very exciting. Very exciting. Almost at that midway point. So, of course, more. I would love to know um, how exactly did you end up finding out about this accelerator? Uh, how exactly did you go about? applying was it an easy process for you when you found out that you got accepted for it what was it like
2: yeah i, th- I found it um i honestly don't even remember how i found it. i think somebody had sent it to me and been oh actually it was a previous um person that did did the woman in the studio program last year it was sun sun had sent me the application and was like you need to do this it's really important like just apply and my whole philosophy is apply to everything I just applied to whatever. If they say no, they say no. And that's, I'm back at square one. It's the worst. Um, So yeah, I applied. I didn't think, you know, as an artist, you know, you're hard on yourself or whatever. I did not think that I would get into this program. Um, I had seen some of the previous participants and I was like blown away. Um, The application was very easy. Um, The process was great. But again, I didn't think I was going to get it. I just, I wasn't expecting it. So when I did get accepted. I totally cried. I was super excited because this, at this point in my career, this is something that I 100% need. Um, I don't have like, like Margaret was saying, um, teaching about like financial literacy and branding and stuff like that. As an artist, you can only do so much of that stuff before it takes away from the creative side, I think, um, regardless if it's time or just like mental capacity. So this helps right now, just kind of put things into place. So yeah being accepted was definitely a huge like milestone in my life 100%. This is a this is a huge deal for me.
0: Okay. Awesome. Well I'm glad that you have this opportunity. So would you say those were the things that you were looking most forward to before everything started was those financial literacy and the business sides of this accelerator?
2: Yeah, I feel pretty confident um as of recent in my technical skills but of course as you learn more you realize you don't really know much um so going through with all these like exceptional women that have been mentoring us so far um has been really eye opening and i've learned so much already but yes because the technical side i was familiar with but um business wise and all that stuff no i wasn't like i'm not really well versed so yeah very excited for that stuff
1: and this is a really technical group, I would say, of the three cohorts we've had. This group is super technical and they're just asking for more. And you're always, um, I'm not a technical person, so there is this exchange of, of, of all the tech every day. And uh, part of this is not just the mentors coming in, it's the group itself uh, connecting and connecting with people like Sun Sun and Isabel who were in the previous program and continuing. We're hoping that continues after, after you leave. You never truly escape. Because um, hopefully there's a community that you want to keep connected to.
2: I love that. I want that.
0: I love that. I love that as well because it's not just it is you all learn together, you grow together, but it also gives you that a community potentially the opportunity for more artists to collaborate with in the future. Just so many different doors like the networking opportunities that also come with this accelerator are fantastic.
2: Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. I've already um I've already been collaborating with two of the women in this year's group and it's been amazing. Like it's just such a good group of people. It's re- I don't know, I feel really lucky about it. It's really cool.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So of course you mentioned that you wanted the financial literacy all of those aspects of things and Margaret mentioned that we started off with the technical side where you mentioned maybe you were a little bit more versed but maybe not as versed as you possibly had thought. So what were some things on the technical side of the music industry, the music game that you've maybe picked up during the first half of this accelerator?
2: Um the the first thing we did was learning about mixing and mastering, which was the best way for me personally to dive in because that's something that I'm also learning right now. Um, I'm, I'm a good producer, but I lack a little bit on the mixing and mastering and the engineering side. So that, that first thing that we did, I learned so much about mixing and mastering, which was great because it was something that I was in at that moment. So being able to apply that on my screen while I'm learning is incredible. So the virtual thing has really worked out in that sense. And it that was the best way to come in, for sure, was the mixing and mastering. And I'm really happy about that.
0: Nice, nice. Getting some valuable knowledge right off the bat. And I liked how it sort of uh, went into an area you were already learning about there, too. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, Margaret, you mentioned there the community. So, what has it been like to, after starting this program two years ago, and watching the program grow, but not also just this community? What has it been like to sort of see these incredible artists and producers not just grow in this program, but together, but also see them go out into the world, work together, and otherwise?
1: It's really interesting to keep following along, and and uh, Sun Sun, who um, we were referring to earlier. it was a you know a star out of our program in the first year, and then went on to um, uh, work with Which Profit, producing that album, and it's gone on to critical and uh, creative acclaim, and and so watching people like Sun Sun move their career ahead, watching Isabel open her studio, uh, watching Fiora um, continue to write for film and television. Now she's in the Canadian Film Centre program. Uh, it's it just it it's just I you know I just took my youngest off to university, um, which was a tearful moment. But it it's a little bit like that with the program. We keep touch and we we get to know everybody and and you 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 we can as a community celebrate um, successes. Um, so that's going to just continue to grow. But we also have asked each of the participants this year to volunteer back into their own community, um, which I think is really important. Um, uh, We've given this opportunity, and over the next couple of months, we'll be asking each of the participants to at least find 20 hours to go and find a not-for-profit or an organization that they'd like to get back into their community with. And um, so we're hoping that this has cascading effects, so it's not just the the 10 producers who we get to talk to weekly for those seven months, but it's also the people that they then um, influence because a lot of people say that they don't think about becoming a producer or moving into that direction because they don't see someone like them in that chair. When they go into the studio as an artist, they may not see the producer who looks like them. And, And for a couple of the people in the program, they they are in it as artists because they can't find that person in the studio right now to get that sound that they know they need onto their their next production. So they're just doing it themselves. So, um, you know, it's so important for this group to um, reflect what they're doing to others so that, you know, the future is much more positive for for producers coming up um, into the field in the future.
0: Hmm. I really, really, A, enjoy the smile that you had while you were discussing all of those things, because you can really tell that this is like warming your heart, Margaret. And I really enjoy that. That's uh very fantastic to see the positive influence that it's bringing back inside of your life as well, which is uh really, really cool there.
1: It's been great, great opportunity, and um, we're hoping to continue to grow the program.
0: Mm-hmm. And then the other part there is the giving back because things can grow so much more exponentially that way, where it's it, you fill the one cup and then that one cup, maybe, I mean, I hate the word trickle down, but like, you know, you fill the one cup and it trickles down into the next, and you're filling more cups. You're maybe giving more inspiration. So this accelerator isn't just working with the 10 people that were here, the eight last class or otherwise. It's also going to continue to add a positive change into the future so that that 2% can grow maybe a little bit slowly, but as it continues to grow, as people learn, as people go out of this accelerator, out into the world and continue to share this knowledge, who knows where that 2% is going to end up even just in three years five years, 10 years, right?
1: And it's just also um, taking this and communicating to um, the rest of the music industry about the value of producers and songwriters. Um, as I said earlier in the interview, it really, Canadian, the Canadian music industry does not understand the international reach of our songwriters, composers, and producers. Um, it really is under the radar of most people in the industry. And so this is a great way to showcase to managers and to labels about the wealth of talent we have in Canada um, and how we're taking Canadian songs and, and compositions and scores all around the world. And and that needs to be understood because we're so amazing that we need to uh, tell Canadians because we go to Nashville, we go to Denmark, we go to Korea and they know about Canadian songwriters, a Canadian um Canadian industry doesn't know about
0: our Canadian songwriters and producers. That's very, very true and very, very important to exactly that. Grow that knowledge inside of home because we are worldwide. Canada has put out a ton of incredible artists, continues to put out a ton of incredible artists. And we need to bring a little bit of that energy, a little bit of that uh, respect towards these musicians back home. Awesome. Awesome. So more, of course, with doing some research on you, I found that you sort of had a couple mentors to get yourself into the music industry. So the potential to uh, in the next little while here to do exactly that, pay it forward, take a little bit of what you have learned here in this accelerator, and maybe even a little bit before that and take it and share it with the next generation. What is that feeling like for you?
2: Um, I mean, yeah, that that seems in a sense a little, um, again, as an artist, I'm pretty hard on myself. So that seems a little far out of my reach right now because I don't feel like I'm that established yet. But getting to that point and like spreading things to the next generation is probably one of the most important things in like what i That I would do probably, you know, like passing something on to somebody else that could skip steps that I had to go through that, you know, maybe took a while or was the wrong route. If I could pass that on to somebody younger than me, or even somebody that's coming up, even if they're older than me, whatever. But if I could pass that on to help someone skip steps to get to the point that they want to be at, yeah, that'd be like a dream come true for me, for sure. Because people have done that for me and I can't like repay them enough. There's no repaying something like that, you know?
0: Well, it's almost almost like you have to pay it forward then because it's the best way to do it is take that knowledge and share it out into the world so that somebody else can take it, maybe share it with somebody else and maybe make it a little bit easier because it can be very imposing as an artist. Because like you say, as artists, as human beings, we can be our own toughest critics.
2: For sure, yeah. And especially as, you know, being a woman out here, it's hard to navigate these waters sometimes, you know, when you only have, when it, not only, when you have a lot of men kind of telling you what to do and all this stuff. So yeah, I feel like it's important to, to stick together and spread knowledge instead of like, there's so many people I feel like that don't want to share their secrets or, you know, they don't want to explain how they got their sound or whatever. And that's it, just not me. And that's not something that I would do. I would love to spread the knowledge and you know, have everybody be in the
0: same spot. Well, I hope that you continue to grow as an artist and with your confidence into that role so that you can continue to maybe help out somebody else, put somebody else's mind at ease, help that next wave and not just through your own music, which is incredible itself as I've been listening to. So I'm excited to see where your own production goes from your own style of that hip-hop that r&b um vibes i know that i was digging quite a few of your songs and putting them on repeat last night so um, i'm excited to see where you go from here
2: thank you so much that means a lot actually when margaret just mentioned um how canadian songwriters like canadians don't know that canadian songwriters are so like important in music right now Um, I have been veering off into like the K-pop, like Korean industry is like trying to get that kind of sound as well. And some Canadians are doing some amazing things for some Korean artists right now. And it's really eye opening. So I think that's kind of a route that I think I might look more into a little bit right now.
1: Watch this space like this is this is a whole other podcast for you. um, This space about that, this space about how how that sound for Canadians is all around the world.
2: yeah. It's we
1: it's absolutely- talked about it enough we need to talk about it more
2: we do need to talk about it more and it's it, there's a lot of women doing it too a lot of women songwriters are absolutely killing it right now you know mm-hmm. um it's great that you that you brought that up margaret because it's super important and people don't know
0: no they don't and it's uh, even i had a guest on last year um who actually did go down to korea to do songwriting and otherwise and she wrote a hit song down in korea but like the amount of publicity that like she got from Canada, though, for writing like a song that got millions of views in streams inside of Korea and other parts of the world. But it's like, OK, but welcome back to Canada.
2: <laughs>
0: You're still nobody. No, I'm kidding. But
2: but um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot for people. to. I'm sure I, I can't I can't say that. I know how that feels, but. I'm sure it's a lot to come home and make, you know, you want people to be proud of you and it's hard just because we don't talk about it enough. And we need, that's, that's on us as well. Like we need to spread that around and we need to make people aware of That's happening right now.
0: Which is why we have conversations like this. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And it's the best part about my job. My job is just to talk about how great (laughs) all our songwriters, um, producers and music publishers are. And I get to do that on a daily basis and, and to, uh, uh, shout that out all over uh,
2: the world. So um, I love my job for that reason. That's so great. You're, you're. It's amazing what you do, Margaret. Thank you for doing this for us. It's really amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. It's very incredible, and the industry needs more people who are willing to sing those praises, go up onto the mountaintop, and let the world know, let Canada know for <laughs> what it is, right? Exactly. Yeah, and
1: I, I'm really fortunate to have great members and great board members and great volunteers, many of the publishers. This program wouldn't happen uh, without publishers. Um, um, Michelle Pack from Sony, Vivian Barkley from Warner Chapel, uh, Cheryl Link from Peer. They, they had the vision for this program. And uh, um, you need people like that to, um, to be mentors and to drive things like this.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So of course, I know that we're in the middle of the 2021 course. We're about to hit the halfway point. But if there's somebody watching this right now who maybe is exactly one of those people that we described earlier, who maybe is trying to get their foot in the door, maybe already does have a foot in the door in the industry, but they're maybe a little terrified of where to go next, maybe they're a little hung up or otherwise, this accelerator could be perfect for that type of individual. So how would they go about trying to make sure that they can be a part of the application process for the next round, for 2022?
1: Definitely watch our website and our socials at CamMusePub and um, all the application deadlines will start coming out next February. I also um really would urge uh, emerging producers and songwriters to look at their the regional provincial associations. there's conferences, there's regional events, um, like Music Manitoba. We have two of our group is from Music Manitoba, and they knew Music Manitoba before they came into our program. um Songwriters Association of Canada does some great work and um just get. Get involved at, your, at the local level, Music Ontario. Um, there's a lot of great programming that's been pushed online. So it's even more accessible than it was two years ago. So start getting to know people in your own community. Um, find out what they're doing. Um, and, and then then our program is one of, of um, we're very proud of it, but there's, there's a lot of other great programs um, if you get involved in your community. I came into the, this industry thirty years ago, and I was really lucky. But one of the things I did was volunteer. I've been a volunteer at Music Counts for for many, many years, and um, it's important to get involved. Don't you need to do work on your business? You need to work on your creative, but you need to also get involved with the rest of the industry because that's going to, while you give back, also serve you well in terms of getting to know people.
0: Hmm. Absolutely, for sure. Get out there, build those networks, find like minds, collaborate, share your experiences, your knowledge, grow together. There's a lot of opportunity and knowledge that is out there, like Margaret mentioned. So go out, find it, chase your dreams, let your roar out. Ah, awesome. I have had a blast so far with this conversation. I have a couple of last questions here, so we'll wrap it up here very quickly. So more, of course, we mentioned again some of the things that you have learned so far that maybe you didn't think you were going to go through, some of the things that you wanted to learn with the financial literacy and everything, the potential of being a mentor through this group. So with the second half coming up, What's something that you're excited for in the second half that maybe you weren't exactly looking forward to, maybe didn't exactly see the value of, but now is this time is coming up. You're like, I'm ready for this. I want more. I'm ready to fill this knowledge.
2: Um, More collaboration. Um, I think that's something that a lot of artists are hesitant to go into. Again, the confidence thing is a big deal, right? It's just something that's like, me pouring my heart out into a song and someone saying they don't like it is terrifying, but that's the best part about being an artist. Right. Um, But the collaboration with the women in the program, um, I've already been hanging out with a couple of them and they're just, they're incredible. They're incredible people. Um, And that's something that I thought I was going to be a little iffy about just because it's hard to put yourself out there. And I didn't know if I would be good enough because they're all such incredible artists. Um, But that is something that really, 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 I took two and I'm really happy about. And I think that in the second half, I'm going to be doing more of that is collaborating with, the, with our artists from this year's and the one before.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, I hope to see that happen. And like I said, I'm excited to see what other music gets created here in the future. So we will see once it gets there, maybe some collaborations. I am very excited myself. The future holds beautiful. Things And Margaret, with the future, of course, you've mentioned that you guys are constantly looking into what is potential to add to this group. How can we potentially grow? So what are some things that you already think that you're going to try and add to next year's accelerator here?
1: Well, we hope to get back on the road and travel um our first year we went, went to new york and we're hosted by the new york a canadian consulate in new york and we want to do those things it just may not be possible this year again unfortunately but th- this is a global industry um and there is global creative um happening and so we really need to get back on the road and and, and take the group with us
0: awesome awesome we all
1: miss the travel right now <gasps>
0: We miss live shows. We miss being able to see people in person. And yes, definitely travel as well, because Canada is a beautiful place and you should experience it as well as the music that comes from these beautiful lands. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Margaret and Moore, I want to thank both of you so very much for taking the time to dive behind The music publisher canada's a women in the studio and national accelerator here in 2021 and what the goals are for it from the mpc side and sort of the experience from the musician side here today as well
2: thank you for having me i really appreciate it
0: oh m bush thank you for tuning on into this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast, where we dove behind the music publisher, Canada's Women in the Studio National Accelerator here in 2021, where we not just learned about the importance of this accelerator, but also some of the things that are taught inside of it. So I want to give a last roaring DTP thank you to... Margaret and more for joining us here today to share this experience here. And if you are somebody who is potentially interested in partaking in this accelerator in 2022, definitely keep your eyes posted on the MPC social channels and a website. And with that, it is time to thank Ashley over at strut entertainment for going ahead and setting this interview up we need to thank german from over at ypeditor.com yes german had a domain change it is ypeditor.com still the same incredible audio wizardry that you come to expect as you heard here today and last but not least, we have to thank you, The Ambush, one last time for tuning on into this episode of the DTP. If you've yet to join The AM, it's as easy as subscribing to the show. You can also go ahead and share this episode, review the show if your favorite podcast listening app or service offers that opportunity. And you can also head on over to DesertTigerMerch.com to copy yourself something to represent and support the show everywhere you go. And the best part is, looking is free. So where's the harm in that? It's DesertTigerMerch.com. And with that, it's about time that we say our bye-byes, but not before I tell you to go out and find your roar and then let it out into the world and let them know just how fierce, magnificent, powerful awe ah, inspiring amazing all of these incredible qualities and so much more you are all of them all of them i hope you don't forget that and until next time buh-bye am. the desert tiger podcast